Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Masterpiece Theater. This is Pico de Gallo and my co-host, Margaret O'Callaghan. Well, how can you get a food name and I get a normal name? <laughs> what do you want to be? <laughs> I almost said something that would have gotten edited or gotten me arrested, one of the two. Uh, why can't I be like queso fundido? Be Maggie Flapjack? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Um, hi. Hi. This is Masterpiece Theater. Why not? Should we start speaking in British accents? Um, I feel like anybody that's not hearing this in a British accent must have American ears. Okay. That's different from hillbilly ears, which is the condition I have. Is it? I can't watch television with people speaking Proper in, grammar? In the British dialect of English because I can't understand because my ah, ears okay, are okay. hillbilly. I have to turn on captions. Honestly, um, and this is just an aside, there's a lot to a lot to southern, a lot to country language that is in fact more British than we know. It is true. That it's is like I know that for Cockney yeah. um, related type things, right? Yeah. It, it's it's poor people talk. Okay. I think. Well, it depends on what dialect. You know, like within England, there's like over a hundred regional On that tiny island, there's over a hundred people. No wonder they all left. It was so crowded. Yeah. (laughs) That was the main reason. (laughs) How does it, why was it so hard to beat them? There's only a hundred of them and half of them left. (laughs) We're all celebrating the independence and whatnot. Seems, Seems like we've made a bit of a mountain out of a molehill there. Well, there are. It's probably not the greatest thing to joke about, as here we are, Monday is this drops. Uh, oh yeah, holiday that celebrates the people, right? Yes, Memorial Day. Yes, it's a day of memor- memorizing sacred scripture. I don't think that's right. I that's mean, you can it. do that if you want to, but to be fair, you could do that any day of the year that you want mm, to. You could, but who wants to do that? You didn't let me finish my thought. I'm sorry. Please think on. There are over a hundred, I believe, regional dialects just in England. Mm -hmm. And so you do have, depending on where people who came to the United States, different places that people settled, you do have traces back to some of those British dialects. And it just depends regionally. Is that why we have had serial killers here? Because of Jack the Ripper and his regional dialect? Yeah, I think that's how modern psychology explains it. It would make sense. I've written the text for modern psychology. I didn't know I was writing the text for modern psychology. I just write. Yeah. And they were like, what? We're taking this. And that is why your child has decided to major in psychology at university. Probably. She's like, if that idiot could write a book that everybody 
studies, maybe I could too. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. My child, why do all my children call me that idiot? <laughs> they don't even say you're an idiot. They just like, I'm not even there like, that idiot said such and such. <laughs> I'm getting a complex over yeah, it. Just don't let it, don't let it, don't take it too personally. Okay. They're just kids. Well, speaking of dialects yeah. and accents and language patterns, there's a, there's a fellow on the TikToks. Yep. Boston Be A Man yeah, is he's... the fellow, his handle. Mm-hmm. Seems to be from Boston. I would guess. I would guess. And... It's a jokey thing. Lots of lots of stuff that he says about do such and such and be a man. And it's usually either a legitimate, let's call it bad habit of men, yeah. or something completely contrived like this is what a real man would do yeah. that's really ridiculous. It's and, over the top. Yeah. Um, he had one that it honestly, it cut me to the bone. <laughs> He said, when, when you, I can't remember the exact phrasing, something to the effect of when, you're, when your wife asks you to clean up, just put the pot in the fridge that has the food in it. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. What the hell are you supposed to do? Because that's, that's what I always do. That's, you even do it now. You stopped fighting. I, I don't like it. It bothers me. It's not correct. Up until literally inside of 24 hours ago, there was a cast iron pot in our fridge. Yeah. I don't. I'm not denying that I it happens. I didn't put it there. Is that true? That's true. I feel like you did. Nope. I, you know what? I think one of your children did. And then just no one ever no. got it out and transferred it. To... No no woman ever woman-splained them on how not to do that? You know, it's one of those things where I don't, I don't offhand have um, a logical reason for why we don't do that, other than the fact that cooking pots and saucepans and whatever take up a lot of space well maybe this is maybe this is the pain point from which tupperware was birthed tupperware is a scam did your mom ever host or go to tupperware parties she went to them she went to them and we did have some tupperware in fact i feel like a victim um one year for christmas i got like the children's mini tupperware set like the little, you That's remember, not true. No, I want you to listen to me. This is how you'll know it's true because the details are there. Okay. You remember on like the official branded Tupperware pitcher. Yeah. That there was the, the push button thing on the, sure on the top. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. But I had it in miniature form that could not quite hold a whole can of Coke in it Sounds in terms like of fluid of cool volume. Um, I used it in the tub and I yes. may or may not have peed in it once. Okay. Great. Great. I great, great. was a man, yes. even as a boy. <laughs> Be in the mini Tupperware picture. Be yep. a man. <laughs> <laughs> Who, I, I need some support. Who, like, we're not talking like giant pot, like eight-quart stock pot or something, but, like, if you have a little Dutch oven and you've made something in it, there's plenty of leftovers, and unless you eat soup every day, you're probably not going to use that pot again. Are you going to dirty up a bunch of other stuff and put it in other containers or just... Stick the old pot in the fridge. How do you? How do? How do you? How do people roll with this? I would love to hear this too. I feel like there's something in my brain mm-hmm. space that goes all the way back more than two decades ago to when I had to take a food safety class to work at Starbucks, mm-hmm. and they said never put coffee in the fridge. No, that wasn't it. But I wonder if, like, somehow, some way, it was communicated that you need to put. That food's going in the fridge has to be in a special container. I, I feel like I'm making that up as yeah. I'm saying it, but I don't know why I'm so attached to the idea that food can't go into the fridge in the pot it was cooked in. I don't in. know. And while I'm certainly a, a supporter of cleanliness and safety precautions and all of that, especially if we're talking about me eating somewhere else, whether it's someone's home or a diner, restaurante, etc., I, I want them held to a high standard of safety, but then I also think about yeah, you know, back in like medieval days, they'd eat rotten meat. They'd just season the hell out of it and cook it. And I was going to say nobody died, but yeah, I mean, probably quite a few people died. But before the food poisoning had a chance to take their lives, there was the plague and yeah, you know, the Black Knight. He was always Whoa. out there challenging the White Knight, right? Yeah. Or somebody. Okay. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Batman. That's Batman. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's he may have been there too. Okay. But I don't feel like his gadgets were quite as impressive back then. Yeah, all right. His utility belt was more like, uh, I don't know, something Monty Python-esque. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I can track with that. Okay. Um, you like Reddit. I love Reddit. Reddit is my... It is my wind up to the day and my wind down to the day. I think the only thing that could make Reddit better for you is if there was an audio form where you oh could listen gosh. to it. Oh my gosh, I've literally thought that. <laughs> I have literally opened so I read Reddit on the Apollo app, which is by far the best okay, experience okay. of Reddit. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. I love that app so much. Um, but I have thought because the guy, the man who created the Apollo app, his name's Christian. and Christian like, Apollo? Yeah, I, sure, that sounds right. <laughs> his name's Christian. He's very active in the um, Apollo subreddit. And I've As I he thought, like, what if I asked him, do you think there could ever be an audio component? Like, even if it's that AI voice yeah. on TikTok reading Bring things Bring it to on, me, yeah. That would truly Wait, complete... Wait, TikTok reads things to you? You know, like the TikTok fake voice that's okay, like the okay. computer voice. I thought I missed out on a whole feature no, of no, TikTok. No, 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 no. Just, you know, the the where people do it on purpose. Got, yes, The TikTok yes. voice. Um, I've thought that would really complete my Reddit experience. It's true. But I, all of that to say... I'm not kidding when I say I first thing in the morning, I usually when I'm drinking coffee, will open Reddit and right as I'm trying to kind of like settle in for the night, I'll skim Reddit to see what's up. When's the last time you pooped without reading Reddit? Well, if I'm being honest, poop time is more TikTok time. Okay. Okay. I TMI everyone. Sorry. Less thinking, we more stinking. All of this. Yes. Less thinking. You could have told me none of my business. Time. I just was I guess I curious if you were going to. And I revealed it. Meg all. bears all. This is truly. Now I have and actually. And bears down. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually revealed everything about myself on the internet now. It's so true. I hope you're happy. It's true. I'm not. I'm terribly offended by it. Anyway. Um, so there, time. there's a thing it has nothing to do with, well, I don't think it has anything to do with poop. That's not part of what I read, but it was on Reddit. Okay. Um, here's the, here's the, the rundown. Okay. It's a fella. He's, I don't know, somewhere in his twenties or thirties. He's not, he's not technically quite middle-aged yet. And he lives in a house, lived in a house in a, in a subdivision, and he was like the last row of houses in that division. Wait, can I just clarify something real fast? Okay. Did you read this on Reddit? I first I read a story about it, and then I okay I skimmed. I went and read the. I skimmed his oh. original post, and it was on Reddit. But yeah, okay. Can I say something? Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. I apologize. Go ahead. Do it. Keep talking. One fascinating thing to me about Reddit and other content platforms is there is like such a huge trend right now where people will go onto Reddit and go to very like active. I mean, we've done it when mm-hmm. I bring like the 10th mm-hmm. dentist or ask Reddit threads, yes. like don't the, participate, but you'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah. 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 You find the Create content, more there. content about it. I even see TikToks where people, I, this is a derivative. Come, yes, exactly. Derivative this, content. Okay. This doesn't come up Sorry. on my, I, I trade derivatives for yes. a living. So I get excited when other people yes, talk about derivatives. I, I know what that is. <laughs> It doesn't come up on my FYP, but I have seen on others that someone will go on Reddit and find a story, mm-hmm. and then they use that TikTok voice that I was just referencing, yeah. and they'll put it over somebody like playing Roblox or Minecraft or something, yes, and then that's, yes, and yes. it goes like hugely viral, and that's their TikTok. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway, that is why I genuinely was curious. Did this come across your TikTok feed? Did you were you just reading Reddit and you found it? I, we don't know. No, I believe it was. A, I, I believe I'd originally seen this in a in a news article of some sort okay and then i like i said went and actually read the original posters post okay thank you for um being gracious about my derivative yeah, yeah. conversation hey, here we go der- derivate yourself into pleasure town okay yes <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> uh so there's a guy he's in his 20s and that's where my yeah. brain started to 20s maybe 30s okay but younger younger guy okay so he lives in he lives in a subdivision his is like one of the perimeter homes okay. of the subdivision. So his backyard, uh, which his bedroom window peers out over, is woods, trees. Yeah. Yeah. And he plainly has no children, 
um, or at least not that live with him. He likes to sleep in the nude, which we used to do. We used to we do that kids. before we had kids. They come in and like, hey, what's that? And like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, it's awkward. I don't like it. Yeah. So this was his habit. This was his standard operating procedure. Sleeping naked. Sleeping naked. He wasn't. He's not like a streaker or anything, no, or just a like flasher. He's in the privacy of his own yeah. bedroom. It, there's no one out there to right. see anything, apparently, right. unless and it's the watcher in the woods. The watcher, and the, they deserve. If you're going to go to that effort, <laughs> you deserve to see something. Greet somebody in their morning glory. That's right. Well. Because of the whole setup and just natural privacy, he'd not bothered to get window treatments or things and quite enjoyed, he pointed out very specifically, waking to the feeling of the rising sun cascading through the window on his nude flesh. Wow. Yeah. He liked it. Descriptive. Felt good. I may have gotten a little (laughs) Oh, okay. A little more enthusiastic about it than he did, but the premise is the same. Well, as subdivisions sometimes do, this one decided to start a second or third phase. Of course. And what used to be his tree-lined backyard became someone else's backyard. Okay. That happens. He didn't think much about it until a new family moves in, and shortly thereafter, the father of the family shows up at his front door and is like, bruh, you can't. We can we can see in. Uh-oh. You can't be oh. hanging your man bits out. We can see in. Okay, so like this whole time, so like new construction goes in, like it's finished, a family moves in, and it he just has never put up blinds. He's like, Great. Uh, that's fine. You guys can live back I there, do but me. I, you I do you. have the sun on my naked flesh in the morning. Especially that one special place, <laughs> the bottom of my feet. Where the sun doesn't usually shine. Indeed. That in the crotchal region. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so he's, I mean, he's really thrown by this. He wasn't expecting any of that. He's thrown by it. And so his compromise is he's, he's an early rise. He gets up at sunrise, for crying out yeah. loud, as he feels the warmth of the sun. That's right. when sunrise is. That's yes. what it does. Yeah. And so, but, but what he does to accommodate is rather than getting up and making his bed and doing all these things in the nude that he would normally do. He skinnies out of bed and gets to the closet and puts on shorts and then does all of these things. All right. But the dad comes back. Oh, no. And he's livid and threatening and both legal as well as physical violence, all kinds of things. And that's when this guy took to Reddit and is like, Basically, am I the asshole here? Okay. What What's going on? Yes. Now, how? Where do you stand on this? Okay. I see all sides of this story. You see all sides of the the sunlit man. On the one hand, I can understand the the, the dad. shadows add three inches. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't hold that in. It just erupted. Yes. Okay. Now I got to get back on track. I can see the dad's perspective because, you know, we have a lot of kids and they just, we just keep having them. There's always been, as long as we've lived in this house, there's been little kids that live here. Okay. Yeah. I don't even sleep nude and you're still just. I know. We just keep having babies. Coming back for more babies. Yeah. Um, So on the one hand, as a parent, I can see, like, that's problematic. If your kid is, like, at the breakfast table, it, and I guess it depends, too, how close sure. the houses are. Yeah, now I'm going to speak to that in a moment, so don't steal all my man, oh, okay. my man thunder. I'm just going to say, let's just say in this scenario, like, that your kids are at the breakfast table, and they're like, oh, look, Mommy, it's a pretty morning, and then there's a and there's a man, and he has yeah. no clothes on. Okay. There's a Washington Monument there in the window. So I can see... <laughs> Lord help us. I was trying to make my point. I, I wasn't paying attention. Um, I can see the first visit over being like, bro, like we, there's a sort of social contract when you live in a neighborhood with other mm-hmm, humans mm-hmm. that like, there may be some things that are not illegal, but they're like not a good idea. Right. Okay. For example, you refuse to pee in our own backyard, which. Right. Okay. Um, so I can see the first visit. I mean, I From do the- when I'm wearing adult diapers. 
I walk around making weird faces and just <laughs> letting it flow. I can, un- I actually, if I were the young man, the no ch- children man, mm-hmm. I would be annoyed, but I also can see the perspective of the dad on the first visit. Now, after the second visit, I don't know. I would be pretty angry because it's like, how much could he possibly be showing of his bits right. just getting out of bed and, and like run into the closet or the bathroom with only sunlight through a window right? that tends to, if inside is darker than outside, exactly. That's a viewing issue. I feel skeptical about this. Okay. Um, I have a question. I okay. can't hold it in. Anymore. Okay. 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 Have you ever lived in a house where the backyard windows were so close to the backyard windows of another home that you could have seen clearly through at a glimpse and been like, that's a wiener or whatever. No, I don't think even when we've lived in apartments that we had any kind of setup where you could see right. into a neighbor's home. This feels odd to me. Yeah. Because I especially, mean, sure it exists. especially in the story where, oh, he had a backyard and it was tree lined. Right. And now there's another backyard and then a home. It's like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. About that. But even if, even if it was like 20 feet from his window to the other window, to me, and originally I was on the side of the parent, yeah. of, of the angry dad, because yeah. I like to be an angry dad. <laughs> it's quite fulfilling. It's There's your favorite not, role. The more you get into being a dad, the less you got to do besides be angry. And so you get right. good at it. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you want to flex those anger muscles. Right. It's the coalition of angry dads. But I've actually started to shift to the side of naked sunshine flagpole man and i'm like well wait a minute this is at sunrise right what what kind of freaks are your kids that they're getting up like we gotta set an alarm to be up at sunrise to see neighbor josh over there in his proud morning glory to be fair you have five kids i have five kids they're the same five kids are there not many, and i mean many a morning when one of them is up before sunrise well yeah but not not peering intently yeah. out the window into other people's windows. And at that point, I'd be like, hey, rather than assuming my neighbor is a bad person, I might be failing at parenting. Or just like, hey, oh. you freak, quit looking in the neighbor's window. <laughs> yeah, I'm freak shaming you. <laughs> You're not, you got to be 18 before you can do that on your own. Yeah. Okay. Okay. As I think about it, two points come to mind for me. First of all, I totally agree with what you're mm-hmm. saying. It, like the, the parent has to take a responsibility here. Mm-hmm. Number one. I just had a whole visual image of a, of like a 12 year old kid smoking <laughs> cigs in the window, watching somebody get up. <laughs> That's bad parenting. That's bad parenting. So number one. If it's after the conversation happens and the guy has adjusted his behavior and it's still happening, like maybe you, yeah. dad, should put some blinds up in your house right or on. curtains, a window treatment, right something. On. Yes, and thank we don't you. we don't open the window treatments until like the sun's been up for this amount of time, and then mm-hmm. that that just kind of solves the problem for everybody. Put shutters on the exterior of your home and close them if you can't trust your children to not be freaks. <laughs> And then secondly, my observation as I think about this story is this is a very American problem. Yeah. I feel like the prudishness yeah. of like, oh, we might see a naked man. Right. Like, it's I not like, like he was over there pressing himself against right, the glass exactly. after he's coated himself in baby oil or some <laughs> creepo thing. I feel like if this happened in Germany, this would be a non-issue. <laughs> I feel like if you're... Growing up in Germany as a child, you've seen probably like a dozen naked men by the time you're five years old. I feel like in Germany, the dad's like, Franz, Anna, come to the window, look. (laughs) It's a backwards deal there. And he's passing out cigarettes. (laughs) Oh, apologies to the Germans. Sorry, Germans. Um, Please tell us that we're wrong or even better confirm that we're right yes please <laughs> and help us coach us up so we're better at it <laughs> oh my lordy heavens that's a fascinating story and i feel like my intuition as a citizen of reddit is that that did come from the am i the asshole so mm-hmm. it may have I, I don't recall that part 
which is filled with stories of all kinds. It'll make your hair straight. Yes. Now, as as a final on that, unless you have more, do you think it's legit, or do you think this is a completely made-up scenario? There's a skeptic part of me that's like, people make things up, do creative writing exercises. I'm not kidding on that, especially on that particular subreddit, but it's pretty inherent in the reddit community that people make things up because it's one of the few places on the internet where you can still be anonymous Mm -hmm. um so there's that but i don't know sometimes you know what they say truth is stranger than fiction maybe this really happened i i kind of hope it did happen I kind of yep. want it to be real. I do too, and I hope it's ongoing. I do too. Yes. I I hope that there's a lot of anger back and forth that when they drive past each other in the subdivision that there's yeah lewd thumbs down gestures. But, uh, lots of thumbs downs to each other. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Oh, that was a whole journey. That's That's all right, lot. I need a cigarette. I feel, I feel a little flush <laughs> now. Hmm. We had a conversation a few days ago, and I don't remember, maybe you can remember what led us to this, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we were discussing what what's your first memories of wearing a seatbelt, because that's not always been a law. No, I know. What were we talking about? I don't know. I don't remember what we were talking about, but I remember being in mild shock. I wasn't like you know, on the verge of a stroke, but I was mildly shocked that you have a memory of when the seatbelt law in Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. because it's a state by state situation, Mm -hmm. when the seatbelt law went into effect, I was telling you, I have very like hazy sepia colored memories of the days before you had to wear a seatbelt of just kind of like lolling around in my parents' station wagon. Right. Laying up in the back windshield. Yep. Waving at people or sticking your tongue out. Uh Uh-huh. I do remember that, but I don't remember when it became a thing where my parents were like, all right, everybody buckle up because now it's the law. But you remember this. I do. I do very vividly. Um, So 85 is when the Oklahoma, 1985, is when the Oklahoma seatbelt law was passed, was not 1885. 85 of the I was, last century. I was here then as well, but that's another story. Yeah. Um, we, had, we had a glorious conversion van, hmm. and I mean glorious. Not only was there carpet, shag carpet on the floor. Yeah. Oh, no. It was also on the walls. On the walls. And... On the ceiling, it was. So it was like in there. It, it was, was recording studio. like being surrounded <laughs> by shaggy dogs on all sides. It was a recording studio. I bet it was like so insulated that if you were driving in the summer and the air was going, it probably got really nice and cold in there. Yes, because... it took a while because yeah. it was a van and there were only like three vents up front. <laughs> So you'd have to drive for a while, but yes, when it got cold, eventually it was, cold. it was a meat locker. Now, if memory serves, you also had a a porta potty of sorts. Yes, in the van. I that's the first time I saw where Kennedy got shot was sitting on the porta shitter. That's right. I forgot. I think you've told that on here. I think I have. It's way in the way way driving back. Driving around in Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> hey kids, look. And you're on the toilet. I can't. There's like I can't see past the toilet lid. <laughs> Listen, I feel like that is a singular experience for you. I feel like Probably. you are the only person well, on this know. planet. I don't know. I mean, my dad was pretty ingenious to bring the, the portage on into the van for yeah. road trips. That was pretty big time. I know. I'm saying I think you are the only person who can say the first time that I drove past and saw yeah, the yeah. place where President Kennedy was shot, I was sitting on a toilet. Yes. Now, it did come full circle years Years later, I played in a, a bowl game, or I coached in a bowl game that was stayed in Fort Worth, and actually our hospitality suite was the presidential suite that oh. he stayed in oh. directly before all of this occurred. Oh, so that was quite a thing. One of the members of our coaching staff got a little bit a little bit heavy under the influence of drink and got into the bathtub with all of his clothes on and then yelled, look, I'm in Kennedy's bathtub. <laughs> and that was when I was like, I got to get out of here. We're all going to go to jail. <laughs> and that was before we had cell phones to spy on us. Or children. <laughs> that too. Um, and trust me, children will spy. Children will spy on you, on your nude neighbors, anybody. <laughs> you can't trust them. That's right. And then they'll go smoke a cigarette. So anyway, 
1985 is when the seatbelt law was passed. We have this glorious van. Now, I, I would assume most places that the people responded to the seatbelt law relatively similarly, and that there would have been a group. You're looking at me very angrily. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about something else. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for engaging. <laughs> no, I'm just this has about... been another episode of Awesome Go Screw Yourself. Have a great week. No, I listen. It's not worth it. I'll tell you later. It has to do with seatbelts and libertarianism. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. It's a little deeper than I'd intended yeah, to go exactly. with this That's topic. Why I'm like, let's just stop talking about okay, it. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I think the, the there would have been a, a group of the whole that's like, fine, whatever. I was already wearing a seatbelt anyway, mm-hmm. but there would have been there would have been a group that's like, you can't you can't tell me what to do in my own car. Yeah, that's a libertarian. This is invasive. Yes. Well, it's more than just them. I feel like if if in fact, and it's not the case, but if in fact you could break the country into thirds mm-hmm. and say left, right, and libertarian, yeah, then two thirds of the country would have been like, "Oh, this is some bullshit right here." Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna come in my car and tell me what I can do. Yeah, no, right. So we held out for a while. I remember in it would have been mid to late. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Gosh, 97, I think. Because, yeah, I know timelines because of when we'd moved, where we lived, different things. I think it was in mid to late 97. You're saying 97. That's 87. Okay, 87. that's why I okay. was looking yeah, at Yeah, I wondered why you went cross-eyed. <laughs> 87, not 97. We didn't live that far back in the woods. <laughs> like, what's oh, we don't that even was... have seats in our cars. <laughs> that was when we were in college. 87, 87, okay. I'm sorry. Um, I was sitting in the, the front, the passenger seat in this glorious van. And my mom was like, put your, you have to put your seatbelt on. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. what are you, it cuts into my neck and yeah. you know, all the standard the things that we say. Yes. But beautifully, the only time that our family at, in 87 at that point that we would adopt the seatbelt rule was if you were in the front seat. Oh, okay, yeah. Now the van set an additional five people beyond the front seat. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The additional two captain's chairs in the middle and the three-man bench in the back. Yes. So you could be you could be up walking around. You could be on the Portageon back there, no seatbelt required. But by golly, if you were in the front seat, you had to have your seatbelt on. What I love and appreciate about the van story so much is there were only two children yes. in your family of origin. There was a whole third of the van wasted. There were twice as many kids in my family of origin. We never had, and had no van. a full-size van. In fact, I thought, I hope this doesn't offend you, you or make you feel people weird. vans were pretentious buttholes? I thought they were wealthy. Like, this is oh, what swanky people me, do. We were hot shit. <laughs> I was thinking, not only... Not only was it the fact that there was a van, but those captain's chairs in the mm-hmm. middle to me mm-hmm. when I was a kid. The ones that you could, if you could find the lever underneath without slicing your hand on springs and mechanical parts, yeah. you could also spin the chair to face <gasps> the back. To me, that was peak luxury. Yes. If you were, if you and your sibling or siblings and or friends wanted to have your own private party, you just pivot those seats around. Screw the driver. Driver, take us where we're going. Please stop interrupting. <laughs> yes. Pass the champagne back. Yeah, one of those 
slate of windows. And the cigarettes. Like, <laughs> like a limo divider yes. between the driver and the, yes. the party in the back. <laughs> I'm it, was a, it was a spoken but not seen divider. Yes, exactly. It was just like, don't engage with us. <laughs> Scum, drive us where we're going. Listen, childhood Meg would have been bitterly jealous yeah, of you yeah. and all of that room because not only did you only have one sibling you had all that room you could True. just like spread out and no one was touching your skin on road trips like no well, leg not no not legs, out of necessity anyway <laughs> no legs pressed together <laughs> sweating sweaty oh seat. is there anything worse than sharing leg sweat in a tight seat that's no, disgusting there's not my family until I was in high school when my parents got a minivan and it wasn't even a cool one. There no. were no captain seats in the minivan. There's no such thing as a cool minivan. Well, this was the most anti-cool, but up until that point, my parents drove station wagons. And so station wagons are cool. Parents would be in the front, three of us across the bench seat in the middle. And then one, in, in, the one in the back. Yeah. yeah. So the way back was the treasured real yes. estate because nobody's pressing their sweaty legs on and you. And you've got the limo divider behind you because <laughs> you sit divider. with your back towards the front. And you can make faces at the people right. behind you. I think this highway. explains a lot about your brother. I think he was regularly the backseat guy. Yeah, he, my brother was one out of one boy out of four children. He got everything for himself. He always had his own room. Yeah, he got well. to ride in the way back. Like, Did he sleep in the nude? Probably. Get up in front of the window and <laughs> Definitely. terrorize the neighbors? <laughs> Always. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Maybe he's who posted that on Reddit. Oh, my gosh. Maybe it was. I remember when the seatbelt law came into being. Yes. Not the moment, but I remember the vehicle. So my mom drove the station wagon. My dad had a Chevrolet Caprice mm. Classic. The cop car. I guess, except it feels like it maybe was a two-door. Is that possible there was two-door Caprices? I, it's, anything's possible. I don't recall. I'm almost positive that car was a two-door because I remember okay. my sister Emily. It's a little to... harder to get criminals in the back in a two-door. <laughs> it's a lot harder. Yeah, fold the seat forward. I'll tell you what else is hard is cleaning up your kid's puke out of the floorboard. Mm. My sister Emily used to get car sick. Yeah. And I, now I remember Now she this... just does it for fun. <laughs> I remember her puking in that car, and I remember there being this, like, dilemma that she was too little to ride in the front, Mm -hmm. and that kind of, like, must have had something to do with the seatbelt law. Like, maybe when the seatbelt law came into effect, sorry, that there was also laws about where kids could sit in a vehicle. It's possible. We never obeyed them. (sighs) Anyway. We were rebels. The 80s were a time, man. You know what's hilarious to me now? You, sir. Yes. Angry dad. Yes. Will not put your vehicle, whether it is a pickup truck, a Jeep, whatever, will not put it into gear until everyone in the vehicle yeah, is belted. I'm not going to get a ticket for you, buttholes. Is that why? If you I get a ticket, safety. I want to be for something I did. <laughs> he drives naked. <laughs> He's pressing his oiled body against the windows. And we heard he pees in his own backyard. He pees in his own diapers. <laughs> He's old. But truly, you are you are a... A hard nose. Yeah, I am. Like, there's no negotiation. It's it's less about obeying the law for me, and it's more about, like, I had to do this. You're going to suffer, too. Okay, that makes sense. That tracks. Actually, lately. I, so I've, over the course of the last, what, was has it been two years since I quit trimming the length of my beard? That feels right, yeah. And it's it's become quite substantial yeah. in length. Um, within the last six months' time, i got to be real careful when I put the seatbelt on or I will unknowingly get my beard under the seatbelt and then I turn to see if I can back up and I pull my own beard out. <laughs> You're angry dad at yourself. Yeah, I am. I'm cursing me. For the record, it's not just the children that you won't put the engage the gear until yeah. they're belted. It's also me. Well, that's more adult. to screw with you because I have to do so many things you make me do, like bathe and... Uh-huh. Put on clean undies. Yeah. All those things. No, you'll just look over at me annoyed until I buckle up. I've got That's things true. to do. I'm taking my sunglasses off. Yeah, putting, putting them your on. makeup on. And all on. the things that are supposed to happen in a car. That's yes. what cars were made for. Absolutely. Not yeah. for getting for places. It's like a mobile closet bathroom mm-hmm. thing. I'm glad you finally came around mm-hmm. to my way of yeah, yeah. seeing things. Um, 
one thing that you did, I like to think you did this for me, but I did. if we're being honest, it was for you no. and all of us. Incorrect. Today, you sparked up a joint. No, just kidding. Wow. <laughs> While he peered intently out the side window into the neighbor's kitchen bedroom. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know why they have a bed in the kitchen. I've been trying to figure that out for six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you, you, you kicked off one of my favorite seasons of the year. Pico de Gallo sees it. Yes. That circles back to how you introduce yourself it's at the true. top of the show. It's true. I saw it in the notes, and I repeat anything I read. It's oh. a disability of what? mine. What inspired you to do the Pico today? Well. Because this was not on the game plan. It was not in the no, menu. No, it wasn't. Um, whew. I knew... I knew that we had leftover barbecued chicken. Yeah. And you guys aren't eating it very fast, and I've got two whole new trays of chicken drums that I'm going to do that to again. And I was like, we gotta, we got to eat this chicken. And so I was like, you know, what might be tasty is to do a barbecue chicken, egg, bacon, breakfast taco thing. Yeah. And to me, there, there's no better... There's no better tacos than when you've got some homemade pico de gallo on there. Yes. That's better than salsa. It's yes. better than just about anything. It's better than sleeping naked. Okay. Really? Yeah. I mean, I kind of think so, too. Especially if you handled any jalapenos. You don't want to be <laughs> no, no, naked no, no, no. touching after that. No. Yeah. Super, super simple you to make s- pico. People should do this. You let's just kind of give the rundown, but you did you, you added a twist at the end this time that you'd never done before, and it definitely mm-hmm. elevated. Mm-hmm. So let's let's give the rundown of how you do a homemade pico. This will make a lot. This will make a lot. But if you get uh, two bell peppers, two red onions, and I this is the first time I've gone hundred percent of onion being red. I really liked it. I thought it was right and good. It is a Spanish onion after all. Influences colliding and whatnot. Um, And then I used, what are they called, vine tomatoes? You know, you go into the Mm -hmm. grocer and there's like five tomatoes connected by a barbed wire vine. Mm -hmm. That's what I got. Okay. Cut all the, get all the seeds, all the mush out. In fact, this time I even cut the the pithy pulp Mm. yuck out of the middle and just used the the exterior chunks. The fruit of the tomato. Yes, yes. Okay. Salt, garlic. Lime juice, lots of it. This time, something I did different. Did you say the bell pepper? Did I say bell pepper? I don't know. If I didn't say it, I apologize. Two bell peppers, two red onions, five vine tomatoes. Yeah. Salt, pepper, garlic. Light on the pepper if you're going to do that. Mm -hmm. Salt and garlic, though. Heavy salt, heavy garlic. Yeah. Lots of lime juice. We, I don't, I didn't have fresh limes. I squeezed it, so it was like three squeezies, whatever that means. Right, aggressive squeezies from the lime bottle. From the lime, lime bottle. Juice bottle. Yes. yes. What I did differently this time that I've not done before that I quite enjoyed was I added some malted vinegar. Yes. Not a ton. Maybe for all of that vegetable matter, maybe a tablespoon. Mm-hmm. Stir it all together. And and don't get too into adjusting and tasting immediately. You got to let it set a couple hours, preferably. Oh, yeah. Because everything's going to start to change as it marries in there and does things. Even better if you can leave it in the fridge overnight. Mm. But we never think that far ahead. Never. We'll still eat it the next day and oh, be like, yes. oh, man, if we'd only made it to begin with a day earlier. Yes. Uh, but, man, it's easy and it's good on everything. Good on everything. Yes, Everyone even is. hot dogs. Ooh, that does sound good. Yeah. We, are, we don't hardly ever have hot dogs. Um, hot perros? <laughs> What's hot? Fuego? <clears throat> That'd be fire dogs. Caliente. Caliente perros. Or what would be... Um, there's a whole... There's perros a, still caliente? There's the dogs actual, of fire? No. The dogs of hot? <laughs> <laughs> there's an actual name for a hot dog in Spanish. I can't remember. I'm sure, but I like to I like to mish and mash it together myself. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Pico de Gallo, and those were delightful tacos. They were so good. John Kyle even ate two. He ate two and was like, I could eat a third. And we're like, yeah. but it's not oh. a competition. Just okay. have a cigarette and move on. <laughs> A cigarette. The cigarettes are in, in the kitchen. Yeah. Where you left them. Um, They're in the drawer above the dishwasher. <laughs> if 
if anyone breaks into our just, house, they're, and they're just exactly loose. Where all, yeah. They're just loose in there. <laughs> <laughs> we open a pack and just shake it and dump it in there. Listen, we didn't even mention this, but yesterday you, your, your people rose up in revolution and demanded that you make a jambalaya. It's true. It's true. If this came from me softly, if but Catherine, kids, does Catherine listen to this no, awesome Catherine? She, I don't think she does. If she did, she'll show up here in the next 18 hours yes. demanding her, her tribute bowl. Yes, yes. It's she true. loves our jambalaya. Well, your children do too. So much so that this was the first time JK had two bowls full. Yeah. And... He was like, I'm going for five this time. And we were like, right, no, right. no, no, bro. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. You've got at least three cigarettes to smoke tonight. There's not going to be time for five bowls. But he was so enthusiastic about it. Yeah, he, he was. Like, you made his day completely. He's been asking for it, in fairness. He he's been, he's yes. been begging for a couple weeks. Yes. I wish I could remember how Nico said Jambalaya was really cute. It was almost X-rated. <laughs> It was really cute and funny, and there is a ton left. Except, truly, he—I think he would have kept going. We we're like, "Listen, yeah. we're gonna try to stretch this out." Yeah, because this time you didn't do chicken in the jambalaya. You actually I, did right? steak. Normally, I do chicken. Well, steak-ish. It was so steak, uh, fake steak. It, it's it's cheapo rot gut steak. Yeah, but it was a lot of beef. Yeah, it was a beef and sausage jambalaya. Normally, yeah. there's chicken in ours. Not this time. Yeah. Um, Anybody that makes jambalaya, if you haven't done something pickled Ooh, yes. in there, you need to do that. Mm-hmm. If you can get, as as gross as it may sound, if you can get pickled pig's feet, oh. cook them in there. Just like you'd cook a ham hock in with beans. Yeah. Oh, it's stunning. I, you've eaten it before, and you quite liked it. If you can't find that, um, pickled okra or just even the juice from the jar i used pickled okra and then we've found Did you do a pickled onion yeah we recently found a place that does pickled or a, a company that's making pickled vidalia onions yeah all shredded up in there and i, I put a healthy portion of those in that's good some about the the vinegar helps all the the cooking goodness vinegar is a hot topic today i guess it certainly is hmm. wow hey i know that you my friend, in the past, have been quite fascinated by The Incorruptibles, which is not a children's superhero movie. Tell me about this. Tell me about Incorruptibles. What is this? So in the context of the Catholic faith? Not just the Catholics. Just hang on. You asked me to tell you about it. Stop restricting it to one faith. Wait, okay, well, we'll come back to that, because I'm just going to say what I know, and then you're going to say what you know. Okay, well, I feel like the the Orthodox are also like, yeah, yeah, we know what you're talking about. Okay, all right, that's fair. Let's just say within the more, um, the, the older traditional forms of Christianity. Oh, that's fair, that's fair. Okay, uh, sainthood is a thing, where yeah. someone is formally declared a saint. Mm-hmm. You get a green blazer when you make it into the club. Mm -hmm. Kind of like PGA. That's who they stole it from. Right. Going back to the time of Christ, they were hand-sewing those green blazers to bury people in. Yes. Um, And then later... No, actually, they had to put on the blazer later when you get your... Right. (laughs) Dig you back up. If you were buried, put the blazer on. Get your innards back in the inside. But, so as you know... um, to be sainted, you have to, uh, there, there has to be a, a case proven that you are truly in the presence of God, mm-hmm. interceding for the people mm-hmm. of Christ's church, and this is usually... Which, which that's effectively, by definition, sainthood, because the, the grand expectation, hope, may be better word than expectation, is that eventually you do find yourself yes. in the presence of God. Yes. And that... The church might say, oh, this person is definitively. Yes. We don't have to wonder if they're in purgatory or somewhere in between. Right. Which, and, in fact, is what purgatory is, somewhere in between. Yes. And so the verification is through miracles. Yes. That come from the intercession. Miraculous. Of yeah. <clears throat> so that's sainthood. Now, the incorruptibles are a category of saints 
whom it appears their bodies are either not decomposing or decomposing at an unnaturally slow yes. pace. My patron saint, my confirmation saint, St. Margaret of Cortona, mm-hmm. is an incorruptible. As is my confirmation saint, mm. St. Nicholas of Bari. Yes, in fact, um, there was, this is kind of gross. But oh, there's a lot of things about There's a lot of things gross about this topic that are a little there was a fluid for years that ran from his coffin slash sarcophagus it was an above ground burial type gig in a crypt i think and that fluid if you could get hands on it was miracle performing life-saving disease curing all kinds of things and so they would have vials of that available to the highest bidder not that part maybe it's probably has probably it's probably not untrue completely (laughs) yeah yeah so that's what an incorruptible is now again it can be the person's body the saint's body can be in various states of decomposition it's just that it didn't do so at the normal rate yes and this all of course then would be tied to the perspective that Jesus was crucified, died, was in the grave for three days, and his body did not decompose. Mm -hmm. So that when his spirit returned, he could reclaim the body and be seen by all of the Marys in the garden, and then later the apostles and things, right? Yes. Fellows on the road to Emmaus. There were quite a few folks that got to see him. Indeed. So that. Now, all of that, perhaps is is a... Disappointingly, and I don't know, did you know that there's just within the last recent days and weeks been suspected a new incorruptible? I did not know this. From Missouri. Hmm. Okay. It is the show me state. <laughs> That's where the cheese caves are, so I guess anything's possible. Anything's possible. They exhumed <laughs> a nun and she was made of cheese, and they all ate her, and it was delightful. Wow. Oh, you took had a nice a wine. Trippy place. I believe it was a canty. <laughs> no, um, this was this was a nun, I believe. Mm, I'm always loose with the details. You're welcome to look this up if you want to correct me. Then take a ticket and stand in line. Um, I believe she lived like either 96 or 98. Mm-hmm. Passed away. They buried her on property at the convent. They're now doing some construction. They were going to put in a, a new chapel, new something, and decided, hey, let's let's dig her up. <laughs> um, it's it's very common, especially for validated saints to yeah. have relics. First, first class relic, first degree relic. Which is it? A uh, first, first degree. First degree relic would actually be a like bone or some part of the person yeah. themselves. Yeah. Um, that you'd have in the altar. Yes. I'm gonna look this up. Okay, I wondered what was happening. Now, do I need to like segue to a paid built-in ad? So, have you ever found yourself naked in front of a window and needing cigarettes to pass out to the children? First class. First class relic. Thank you. I didn't know where to go with that next. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what brand. Is it Misty Lights? I don't know what cigarette's best for children. Our kids all cough on those camel no filters. <laughs> yes. They're lightweights. Um, so, Yes, they'd they'd gone thinking she wouldn't because she's not a saint yet. She wouldn't have been a first class relic, but still, the thought of parts of holy people being incorporated into the building proper—it's just a thing that's done. Don't judge it, okay? Okay. Um, so they they'd gone to exhume and they realized, oh, there's there's not been the decomposition here that should have occurred, and there's they'd launched the full on investigation into things. To begin both to determine, is this... I don't think every incorruptible is a saint. They've launched a, a investigation to validate incorruptibility and then, of course, petitioning for sainthood. Stop making weird face at me just because my chair hits the table sometimes. You put me in the pivot chair and I get happy legs and I'm turning the chair and sometimes it happens, okay? No, it's not okay. You can't edit it out. I'll keep doing it. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. (sighs) 
What else? You okay. lived a whole week this week, and I feel like you made me talk the whole episode. Oh, is that right? I made you. That's what happens when you're the producer. That's what happens when you sleep naked in a vat of baby oil. <laughs> okay, a couple of things. Um, I'm not exactly sure what happened. That's the way you always say it whenever you're like updating me on schedule for the week. It's, it's, okay, these are schedule things. things. These okay. are schedule things. Okay. One week from today. Okay. Our oldest child. Yes. You might be familiar with her. Leaves for New York City. Oh my gosh. I have to have her at the airport at 3.45 in the morning. I didn't know planes left that early. The Southwest counter opens at 4 and I think their flight leaves at like... 530 or 6. Okay. Um, she's going with Oklahoma Youth Orchestras. Mm-hmm. OYO. Yeah. Have we said this on here? Uh, probably. I don't know. Okay. Well, they're playing at Carnegie Hall. Yes. With a... With a couple of Carnegies. Mm-hmm. They've exhumed them. They're incorruptible. Yep, they are incorruptible. Um, so it's <laughs> Not in their be- lifetime, but in their death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're extremely corruptible. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's her first trip to New York City. Um, I've never been to New York City, so I have. I have been trying to gather resources via the internet, via my friend Andy, who's lived in Manhattan for a long time, mm-hmm. to ask for like tips, tricks. What do we need to know as she launches into New York City? Now she's going to be part of a very structured tour group. It's not yes. just going to be her it's, wandering the streets of Manhattan. There's going to be. A belt around her waist and a leash on it that connects her to an adult who has all of the cigarettes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, But seriously, I'm I'm so excited for her. Not only are they playing at Carnegie Hall, but also they get to go and do like Central Park walking tour. They get to go see the Broadway musical Wicked. They get to have dinner in a nice restaurant off just off of Broadway. Are they gonna gonna get pizza by the slice? I would imagine pizza will be eaten at okay. some point. I hope so. At some point. I so. did that when I went. It I've, was worth it. I've been absolutely binge-watching travel-slash-packing videos on YouTube. This is a whole yeah. genre. You need the the vacuum thing. Oh. To, you bought one. Well, it's on no, its way. You no, bought no. it on eBay. No, the update. you got to provide your own vacuum, but it... The updated version of that. We don't do that anymore. Okay. okay. We don't do vacuum bags anymore. Okay. I'm sorry. Now you buy, and I did buy these. They're going to be here today. Compression bags. Same thing. And you get your clothes in there. You zip them down. It compresses the air out so you can cram in more clothes. I'm trying to keep everything as streamlined as possible for this child. Okay. And her trip. Um, If you, Awesome Today fam have been to New York City recently, and you've got some tips and tricks that Daisy needs to know. What's the best place to carry a hidden knife? That would be something she might like to know. Or short-handled katana, okay. something, short-bladed katana. There it can be a normal handle length, okay. I would think. Yep. The week following that trip, she and I are, she's getting back on a plane, I'm getting on a plane, we're going to Tallahassee. Tallahassee, do tell. Do tell? Okay. Do you have awesomes in Tallahassee? A handful, yes. Are you going to meet up there? Yes. Good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out. I doubt any of them listen to this show. I don't know if they do or not. I'm, I'm just going to say that I doubt they do. Okay. But if they do. Okay. Um, these are the people that are going to be the first line of emergency defense for our child. Yeah. So I hope they're paying attention and they're all not just like, hey, it's... Good time window peering and cigarette smoking and no you gotta you gotta get serious. This is my child's safety. Yes, not only are there awesomes in the Tallahassee area, there's also pedos. <laughs> well, sadly, there's probably a few. They're, sure they're kind of everywhere. Um, also, technically, it wouldn't be pedophilia with our daughter. She's eighteen. She's legal. It's terrifying. It is. Um, also, one of the Jan 05 baby... Yeah, yeah. The, baby mamas. The mom lives there. <laughs> um, and so I am looking forward to... Does everybody know what that is? I think so. So back years ago, years and years ago. Years ago. In 2000. In a land far, far away. Mm-hmm, in the spring of 2004, when I 
became impregnated. <laughs> when I put a baby in you, as the rednecks say. Uh, when I got pregnant with Daisy, we didn't have social meads the way we do today, but we did have message boards. And, and cigarettes. Yep. And the most prolific message board at the time for gathering with other women who were pregnant was on babycenter.com. Believe it or not, those forums are still alive and kicking. Okay? Nice. Uh, but, yes, we met there. Uh, a lot of us really connected. There was a group of about... A hundred of us Mm -hmm. who eventually left baby center forums and moved to a private forum situation. Mm, The best kind. So, yeah, these are women that I've known for almost 20 years now, which is cuckoo bananas to think about. Um, So, yeah, if there is anybody that I would trust also, in Mm -hmm. addition to awesomes, of course, because they are awesome. Mm -hmm. But this other Jano 5 mom I know would drop anything to help. Perfect. A day in distress. So we've talked a lot about cigarettes. Do we have to put up like a Netflix disclaimer on this episode yes. of about smoking? Yes. Are you serious? Disclaimer. No. Okay. I was just, I was honestly asking. I'm, I don't know how the world works. I barely function. You're a new soul. I'm pretty much a brand new baby soul. Just looking through the windows trying to find nudity. Um, very good. I feel like the title of the episode should have to do with cigarettes and nudity. Yep. We'll we'll workshop that in a, in a little bit. Good, excellent, great. It's, it sounds like a busy couple weeks coming up. Mm-hmm. Good thing I don't I'm responsible. <laughs> the pressure's off. <laughs> Whoo! <laughs> yep, it's true. You just go like, oh no, is it now? One weird thing to me. I think this is weird, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm sorry if I embarrass you by saying this. The growth on my head. <laughs> no. When I told you about the Tallahassee trip, we talked through some of the details, and you were like, okay, so I'll, I'll get you guys to the airport at what time? And I was mm-hmm. like, why? I like and prefer to drive myself to the airport when I mm-hmm. fly. The only time in recent years, I'm not talking about back in our college days, okay? Mm-hmm. In, the, in modern history of our family. The mm-hmm. only time I did not drive my vehicle was back in 2016 when I went to Lebanon. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I like to have my vehicle at the airport. But you have been quite. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm taking you. I'm picking you up. On that, even though Kyle, I just really like. Are we really? We our flight leaves at like six or six thirty. I regularly wake up way before that. Okay, and our return flight gets in at midnight. Text me when you land. I didn't even know Will Rogers Airport was open at midnight, and I'm not kidding about that. Just the exits and the cigarette vendors. Okay. <clears throat> but you've, can you say a little bit more about why this is so important to you? I mean, I can. Are you just going to make fun of me? No. I, <clears throat> I will not make fun of you. You promise? I am genuinely puzzled. What about off mic? I promise. Even off mic. I won't bring it up again. Okay. I'm just... I'm very puzzled because to me, this would be the peak of inconvenience yeah, to no, go no, to the airport to in the middle of the night. Okay. Um, inherent in me yes. is a protector. Okay. I can't do anything about that. It resides there. It is there. You may not like it. Doesn't matter. Okay. I may not like it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's there. Okay. The, the concept of letting my people go out from under my watchful eye Mm -hmm. someplace. That's a challenge Mm -hmm. for me. There's no feasible way for me to go on this trip with you guys. I trust that you can take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. I don't trust that my daughter can. And I'm not honestly confident that you can take care of both yourself and her because she's not easy. She's she's a little goofy brain sometimes. I love her to death. We're just struggling towards responsible. Yes. So since I can't go, the thing that feels most peace-bringing to me is that, well, I can get them to and from the airport safely. That's okay. all I can do, so just let me do that. Okay. All right. I won't give you a hard time about it. You, well, you better not. You said you weren't going to. If okay. you do it now, I have to throw away all your cigarettes. <laughs> Not again. You're going to have to dig them out of that dishwasher drawer. Oh, I will. I will. I cut my nails today, so I don't have to worry about getting grunge up underneath them. 
That dishwasher drawer is nasty. Oh, my gosh. It doesn't matter how many times I clean it out. That's why it's like you're concerned about putting a cooking pot in the fridge for sanitation issues, but that dishwasher drawer has stuff growing in it. To clarify, so people are like, they store their their junk drawer in the dishwasher to clarify just our tupperware the setup in our the dishwasher drawer not the dishwasher proper the dishwasher is in a in a cabinet yeah and there's a drawer above it and there's a drawer above it that's where we keep batteries and cigarettes yes and old manuals for electronics that we no longer own we haven't had for 10 years (laughs) who else keeps those manuals forever yeah i want to know Yes. What should the people do in the meantime? <laughs> well, spark up a cig. Apparently. Peer intensely out your window in hopes of catching neighbor nudity. Yeah. And if you do, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.